Hey guys, Nick here, talking a little bit about CrossFit today on today's Movement Snack. How do we get better at CrossFit? Um, well, the short answer here is not necessarily by doing more CrossFit. CrossFit generally tests a variety of things, whether that be your strength and anaerobic and aerobic capacities. It's really important that when we're training for the open or training to get better at the sport of CrossFit, if you're if you're competing, that you look at your training as focusing on specific blocks and specific traits. You know whether that be your strength in your power lifts or overall strength, your Olympic weightlifting competency, your gymnastic skill, or your ability to complete large densities of gymnastics movement, um, and then also looking at your aerobic capacity and how well you can repeat and sustain certain paces and certain time domains. So if you're someone that is going to a gym three to five days a week, doing CrossFit Metcons at your at your gym and you're expecting to get better at the sport of CrossFit, um, I think you've got it wrong. You need to address some of your weaknesses, whether that be your strength, you know, skill, gymnastics, and different energy systems to actually improve at CrossFit if you're looking to get better. And that's good. Um, you don't feel like working out the most or the days that mean the most, so make sure you hit them hard. Um, until next time, guys, thanks a lot. More year, um, I played at MSI, and yeah, that's, I don't. So as you, like, what made you the decision to make the jump to travel baseball? Were you, like, you're playing a local rec league, right? Um, and then was it... You just started to or you like exhibit better skill, and you wanted to take it to the next level, or was that a natural progression of like your friends were doing it, or did you, were you recruited to play travel baseball at the time? Uh, I think it was. It's a combination of those. It's the exposure that you get. You don't really get a lot of college exposure when you're just playing in like your youth league or anything like that. Um, I think that's. I mean the. I don't know if the competition's better. I think it's more consistent across the board. Um, I think everybody is sort of at an even playing field when you switch to travel ball from your youth club. Um, so, so am I right in saying like you looked at it from a point of view as I like baseball. I want to continue to try to play through college. So this is the first step to kind of getting there and getting yeah, greater I mean, exposure. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the biggest way that people get recruited. I mean, you don't really see kids getting recruited from like youth leagues or like they mainly get recruited through travel ball like college coaches aren't coming to high school games no uh unless they've seen you through travel ball right like if they've seen you right. at an event whereas like football like coaches go watch high school football games yeah you know basketball they go watch aau basketball games right right you know baseball travel baseball is pretty much the way you get to college baseball that's how you get seen that's how i got noticed i'm sure that's why a lot of players are now gravitating towards playing travel baseball that are more serious because they want to play at the next level. Um, do you have any, I guess, like, regrets, like, recommendations to yourself, you know, six, seven years ago, things that you maybe do differently, maybe from a workout standpoint, maybe you would have wished you started earlier or, you know, uh, took your, your baseball training serious more or right. have reached out to coaches more? Like, what would you, looking back, say, oh, I wish I would have done this? I wish I would have been more realistic with what I what I was capable of doing. Like I was never going to be the kid that was going to an SEC school or an ACC school. So I shouldn't have, like for a little while I was focusing all my 
energy on like okay like these d1 or d2 showcases yeah. where i could have been more realistic in reaching out to the coaches that i reached out to and i think that's a huge thing with a lot of these kids coming it's up huge. i think i mean how many anybody know how many scholarships the average baseball team has 11.3 i think and how many of those are full they have to spread those 11 scholarships out over 40 players right so you may have one stud that gets a full ride if that right otherwise they're trying to spread out all those 11 scholarships over their 40-man team and everybody's going for that money um so i think that's huge and you hear all the time people harping on academics first and and athletics second and and it really is true because um there's really not a ton of money to go around once you start hitting college sports and being i think that's huge van bell is being realistic of you know the the number of people caught playing college baseball significantly dwindles from high school baseball right but then there's a huge difference between like d1 baseball and high school like that takes it down another couple percentage points right um so i think that's huge of being like say i want to play but where really are my skills what level are they going to put me at yeah how was the like the competition in the game did the game change a lot going from like high school travel ball competition to college like what changes from that level I think just the game as a whole, I mean, if you go to a showcase event, how many times do you see a team down by a run, get a guy on first, bunt him over, drive him in? And that's all that we Never. do. Yeah, that's all that we do in college baseball. I mean, you go into the last three innings and you're down by a run, you get a guy on, you're going to have small ball. Yeah. But travel ball, it's all about, it's not about winning, it's about showcasing. Right, right. Which got, I, got I understand. Yeah, skills. which I understand to an extent, but... At the same time, I mean, I think it's sort of doing the kids that are coming into college a disservice because they've been in that environment of it's not about winning, it's just about showcasing. It's about being the best guy out there. And then they come into college and guys get asked to lay down a sack bunt and they're angry that they, well, they can't do it or they're angry that they're like, why am I bunting? Right. Right. Do you think travel ball has changed? like landscape of today to like when you played you think it's a little different now or pretty much the same for sure well i think when i was at the age where i started to get serious about travel ball it was when all of the stuff that is prominent now was just starting out like nobody was really playing travel ball and training like you train guys or having the resources that we have so i think i got in there right at the beginning and like when i started training with you that's when i think i saw the the biggest increase in my baseball skills. Right. Yeah. I do think there's more, would you say there's more travel teams now than there was when you played? 100%. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of... There's travel teams everywhere. Like, I guess, more competition from a travel team perspective. So um, I think that definitely changes changes the game a little bit as well. Um, do you think, from a physical perspective, were you physically ready to handle the college weight room and handle the physicality and the, the strength that's required, the, the increasing games, you know, from a physical standpoint. Because we see a lot of players that are either travel ball or, you know, college guys that come back and they might be a little banged up or tired, fatigued at the end of the season. Talk about, like, the physical demands of, you know, playing at the next level and how that maybe is different than high school. Um, yeah, I mean, sort of talking you up here, I think I was prepared for the – the weightlifting portion of college because of the training that I did with you and through you so I was ready for like the exercises the weight the the movements and stuff like that um 
what was the last part that you said? I'm sorry. It's like the length of the season. Like college baseball is a long season. Yeah. Right. So like you have to be physically ready, or you're going to get hurt and break down towards the end of the season. So I feel like you know a lot of players aren't prepared for that. I, yeah, and I mean I think that's a portion of time management. Like when you're being in college is tough enough as like with time management, but being an athlete, you sort of have to you know that you have a tougher schedule than everyone else, and you have to sort of be more mindful with your time. Um, sorry, I keep losing my train of thought. Um, I don't know if the increasing, I mean, the increasing games is what it is. You play a lot of games through the spring and summer right. as it is. Um, but in college, I don't, it's just different. Like the travel, you're traveling further. You're, right. And I'm only D3, so I don't, I don't travel that far. Yeah. Right. Like it's not like you're getting on a plane every weekend right, right, to go right. play a conference game. Just so everyone knows, when did you start training with Rob, and what convinced you to start like a steady strength and conditioning program to, to help prep yourself for the field? Uh, I think it was I started my sophomore year of high school, and that's when I started playing here. And Rob was just starting here, and we met. And at first, I didn't really like his workouts to be honest, but then he, I said something to him one day, and he, <laughs> he changed it up on me. He made him a lot tougher. All right, good. Have you ever had any injuries that popped up in the, in the middle of the season? Um, and if so, like, how do you know when to push through those or when to take a breather and let your body recover? Uh, well, like, major injuries. My freshman year, I broke my handmate and my wrist. Um, I only played three games and then got that removed. Um, but, like, pulled hamstrings, like, pulled groins. Like, I've gone through, like, a little bit of that, but nothing major. I think when you know it's time to, like, go through it is when – I mean, if you're like in the playoffs or something like that, or if if it's nothing too, if it's not like hampering you from walking or running, then I think that's when you push through it. Yeah. Um, How about if it alters your performance? Like, if you feel like you know you're not able to throw as hard, or you're not able to sprint as hard, or swing, are those things that would warrant you like taking a break? Yes, but I think that's only if someone notices. Like, if you're running and someone notices that like you're limping or something, that's when guys normally get. Because I don't think anybody's going to go in and say, hey, my, my hamstrings bother me. I think I should sit out today. I don't really think anybody's going to do that. But with pitchers, I think it's more obvious because if a guy's going out there, like we had a kid on my team was throwing like mid-80s coming out, and then a couple weeks later he was like in the mid, like upper 70s, low 80s, and his arm was just getting tired, so they shut him down for a little while, and then he came back and pitched phenomenal for us in the playoffs. So I think it's more, it's more easy to see with pitchers as opposed to guys that are just running or throwing, right. like position players-wise. You could tell current travel ball baseball players one thing. What would you tell them to do? Um, I could tell a travel baseball player one thing. To play at the next level, what would you tell them to do? Uh, I think be prepared because it's, it's different than what you're used to. I mean, coming in, you, like I said before, you're coming in out of that travel ball environment and you're going in into an environment where it's not just about you anymore, it's about the it's about the team and it's about winning. So be prepared to to just yeah, be adaptable. I mean you just have to you can't be so set in your ways and not like when your name's called upon for doing different things. Playing a different position, laying down a bunt, hitting a ground ball, like just little things like that. Interesting. That's it. That's all I got. 
Thank you, Brendan. We appreciate you coming on and just giving some advice to some of the young up-and-comers. Um, some of my big takeaways were, um, like, be realistic with where you might end up um, and then be prepared, you know, for when you get to the next level and, and it changes a little bit. And um, especially college when you're taking that jump and now everybody's good, right? Everybody's on the same level. So just yeah. be prepared um, for, for that jump. Um Cool. So thanks, everyone, for listening again. Hopefully this gives you a little bit of insight into um, a Division three college baseball player's mindset and, and travel baseball coming up. If you want any, have any topics for us to discuss or have any input, um, please shoot me an email at jhertining at thetrainingroompt.com. Um, thanks again for listening, everyone. Until next time.